And welcome, Desk of Lady Ada. Happy Pi Day, Lady Ada. It is that time. Where we recite the digits of pi? Where we recite the digits of pi. Do you have them memorized? No. I did, but I lost a lot of them. Well, it's okay. Luckily, the search engines are our friend. Okay, well, you've got, you've got them on your glasses. you got them on the background. I am made out of pie. You're, you're looking good. Yeah. All right, Lady Ada? Yeah. What are we doing tonight? I had a couple of, like little things here and there that we're doing. Um, oh, my computer froze. Oh, did it? Yeah. Oh. I think so. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. What do you want to do about it? Well, why don't you keep it talking? I'll keep it talking. I'm so, be, and I'm going to walk. You walk. Uh, okay, so we've got one sample to look at. Uh, not a lot of samples going on today. we got one. Um... And then uh, I've got uh, a Nindoff Center tutorial thing that K-Town uh, worked on. I can talk about that a little bit. Oh, uh, yeah. So you're interested in gyros. You guys, not gyros, the tasty Greek food, but gyros. Uh-huh. Gyroscopes. And then you wanted me to open up and take a look at those glasses. Yeah, we got all to. sorts of stuff going on. So let me see what I can do about your crazy computer. That's yeah. always doing so much USB. It is doing a lot of USB. Da donk a donk. Is this it now, or is that not it? No, because that's it. Looks like I was looking at Twitter, which oh. I was earlier. But then I, I closed off my windows, and now I'm looking oh. at you now. Well, in the business, we call this filler. For <laughs> fill? Yeah, for fill. Um. All right. So, what samples are you gonna show? I can. Well, I can show off the uh, the Kelvin clip that's on. Oh, yeah. Now it went away. Yeah, yeah, as it should. Now it's a question mark. It's actually kind of cool. What? I kind of like the question mark. Yeah, we'll take questions. Don't worry. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> that's I don't our, know. It's that's like, our symbol for it's questions. It's like the Riddler. <laughs> uh, I got this Kelvin clip I could show off. Riddle me this, Batman. There you go. Yeah, I'm used to this. I can kind of deal with anything. Yeah. I kind of hate that. I can Sucks. Do but we can go to the overhead. I'll talk about the Kelvin clip. Oh, yeah. While you can uh, think The about. show will go on. Um... Just uh, just to make this about me for a second. Yeah. Yeah. So if y'all want, you can see a 360 video of me going to the office today. Snowy. It, yeah. So what I did is I mounted a 360 camera on me, and I just went. So I did. You can do it in 360. Okay, let's go to the overhead. Okay, so uh, today's sample, Kelvin clip. This is a Kelvin clip, which yeah. I, I think is named after the guy who, Kelvin, who also was really good about temperature. Um, okay. so this is a really useful clip for doing electronic testing because it's a little clip. It's like a little clampy clip, but it's got um, conductive, like a uh, gold plate here, and it's not connected. So like with tweezers, you know, they're conductive, but they're connected together. What's nice about this is that there's these conductive grippies, but they're not connected. So you can use this to like, grab onto like a component, like a surface mount component, and um, then wire this up to your, I guess you get wired up to your oscilloscope, multimeter, uh, LRC meter, whatever, and um, measure things. It's kind of a handy little like gripper, but has two contacts, which I kind of, I'm kind of digging. 
Mm -hmm. so this is a Kelvin clip. So I think this will pass. I've had other Kelvin clips, but they weren't really good quality. I think this one's pretty good. Kelvin? Like, it's, it's not like a... <laughs> I just like saying Kelvin. Kelvin? Yeah. It's not like 0201 quality. I'm thinking of like Alvin from Alvin is Jim. Uh, Alvin? Okay. Or Calvin from Calvin Hobbes. Yeah. Have you ever listened to the chipmunks slowed down? It's like it's three like dudes. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Hey, uh, I'm a chipmunk. Hey. Uh, okay, so anyways, Kelvin Clamp looks good. Okay. Okay, and then let's look at the gyro guide that K-Town put Okay, together. let's go back to your computer, which is now functional. Yay! Okay, so, um, oh, we have a weather warning. So uh, if you ordered stuff, it might be delayed a day or two. Oh, right. Let me, um, let me get in my, let me get in the character real quick. Yeah? Yeah. All right, here we go. All orders from Adafruit that were placed, I think after Monday, 11 a.m., will not ship probably till tomorrow. We were doing the best we can. UPS was closed. I went there myself and I looked. No postal pickup, no UPS pickup, nothing. Be kind to our team. There is weather warnings. There is warnings on all emails. There's a banner on the website. Airports are closed. Airports are closed. Buses are off the road. We went to the grocery store, and these marketing people were fighting over the tiniest cart because they had little carts for kids, and all the big carts went away, and all these people were fighting for these little carts. I wanted to take a photo, but I didn't. Yeah. Okay, back to the show. Thanks. Um, so, uh, K-Town and I... So we have a bunch of 9DOS sensors in the store. We have the LSM 9DS0, and then we have the LSM 9DS1, which is actually a little bit less expensive. And we also have the LSM 303 series, and there's a couple other sensors, like gyros and 9DOS sensors. And when you're doing like motion sensing, the quality of the gyro actually kind of is what uh, makes a really big impact on your um, sensor fusion. Uh, accelerometers are pretty good. They're not that noisy. Magnetometers are also like not usually a big issue, but gyros have a lot of drift to them. Like they're they're noisy creatures, and so if getting the best quality gyro will make a big difference in the drift of your orientation sensor. So while what we were doing is we were actually looking through because people kept asking like, oh, I got like the LSM 9DS1 and I'm running, you know, an HRS um, example code on it. And it's like, my thing keeps like twisting. It's like, well, yeah, you've got like the cheapest nine off sensor, that's not too surprising. And so we were looking to actually get like a really nice quality um, nine off sensor in the store because uh, uh, ST keeps changing their chips. And we're like, well, like they're not like that like, great quality anyways. And if you looked at the um, Teensy sensor shield thing, wing, shield, prop, whatever, and uh, it has a, um, an NXP 9DOF sensor. It's the FXAS 21002 and then the FXOS 2000 something something. It's, it's, the, it's the pair from NXP uh, gyro and then an accelerometer and magnetometer. And um, we actually found that the, uh, I'm not sure like how Paul figured out that this was like the best quality and some of the lowest priced sensors you can get, but he did an excellent job sourcing them and we're like, whoa, you found it. Like, these are really, really high quality sensors and they're less expensive or not much more expensive than um, the cheaper ones. So um, we, this is, this is MEMS, but this is Beebs. I think MEMS sensors are kind of a bad scene. Stay away from those MEMS sensors. But we still so we reviewed them, uh, the gyro part of them in specific. And what's interesting about this guide is it's like, it's a guide about like gyros, but it's also a guide about like how to get data out of a data sheet because 
some stuff is easy to get out of a data sheet, the minimum maximum voltage or sometimes a quiescent current. But if you're trying to get like sensor, like sensitivity and noise, they really do an excellent job of hiding that data. What's it? What's up? Okay, some questions. What about the Bosch BNO55? We mentioned that here. Okay. That is actually a, a combination of BN, BNI, BNOI, yeah, BMI055. And they also don't have that much information, but it, it's pretty good. It's not as good as the NXP, though. I'll show you at the end. Okay, so one comment. There is a Kelvin from Star Trek. And also, do you want to um, answer a question that's not related to this at all right now? Do you want to wait for a Let's later? wait till the end. Let's wait till the end. So anyways, we basically goes through, Ketan goes through and how, how to find the, um, the zero rate level. Basically, when nothing is moving, what is the minimum maximum offset that you might get? That's what causes the drift. And he basically tabulates it to the best he could here. I mean, again, they don't really release this data. Um, they release something. They have to release something because you have to, like, if you're going to use it, you have to have some idea. But they don't release all the data, which means it, it could be much worse, you know, as you use different um, sensor uh, scalings. But so far, um, like, the LSM90S1, like, has very little info. So the LSM90S1 is... If we're going to take what value they put in as the minimum, it's the worst at 30 degrees per second, which is pretty bad. Uh, they say it's less than that, but who knows what it is. The LSM 9DS0 is 10 degrees per second. Not so great. It's the same as the uh, L3GD20, 10 degrees per second. And when you're doing um, orientation sensing, you tend to be using the lowest, this, this, this uh, column here. You're not going to be moving that fast. You tend to be moving pretty slowly. So you're going to go to the... Um, lowest scale so you get the highest precision and then so 30 10 10 the mpu 9250 is actually uh, twice as good five degrees per second which is um half as much as the l3g d20 and the lsm 9vs0 the bno 055 which again is two uh the three sensors inside with a chip that does the fusion for you it doesn't have a lot of detail but it seems to be one degree per second so significantly better um, what's interesting is NXP, which has something to show, right? NXP is like, they made such good sensors, they want to boast. So they actually were one of the only ones that gave all of the details. So they're um, 0.4 degrees per second. So that's, you know, almost like a third, or so three times better, um, or one third the, the noise of the BNO055. And then as you get to, um, you know, 2,000 degrees per second, they're, they say they can do better or less than three degrees per second, which compared to the L3DG20 is like 25 times less. So it's, it's pretty significant um, how much better this is. And then, you know, we actually tried out the HRS with um, this uh, sensor on a, like a Feather M0. And like, if you're not moving it, it actually does report almost no motion. But then when you do move it, it has uh, very little jitter. So it is quite a good sensor. But uh, we kind of wish uh, there was more details. We would have loved to fill out more of this table. But it's like this detail, these details are not always available. You know, they'll, they'll try to give you the, especially if there's nothing to brag about, you'll get the minimal amount of information necessary. Mm. Kind of a tra tragedy. So the size of the data sheet is related to the information or the ego? No, it's, okay. it's the quality, not the... It's the quality. Yeah, you want the data sheet can be large, but it's like if you only care about this one number and that number is not there. Oh. You know, if you ask them, they'd be like, "Oh, that's confidential." Data really? Sheet. Yeah, I'm sure they would. Yeah. So then you have to figure it out. 
you could do measurements, but then you know you'd have to take a hundred pieces to get. They know the number. Like it's not that they don't know it. They know it. They just don't. Oh talk man. All right. Well, this is an opportunity for you. Sensor sensor sleuths. sensor makers. Yeah. You could be the leader in saying what it is. Yeah. <laughs> what it could be. Giving, right. giving good information is a form of advertising. It is. Well, and yeah. what I like is, what's interesting is NXP definitely was like, you know, everyone else is like, oh, about 10. They're like 0.878125. I mean, like they have such high precision. You can tell yeah. that they're like okay. very happy with their sensor. They're very secure in their sensor. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, okay, uh, so that's my demo so far. Okay. So that's the samples, that's the demo, that's, that's everything? That's the sample demo. Okay. Next up. Um, we're gonna, uh, so I bought these on Amazon. Those are the glasses. And uh, here's the thing. Uh, we took them apart, or should I say, we're going to. I took them half apart. We so took them half apart. apart. Yeah, what we wanted to see is what was in it. Can it is it hackable? Um, we're gonna contact the company and uh, they're based out of South Korea. And we're going to say, hey, like, do you have reseller pricing? And is there some hacks for these? Because we don't want to just sell something that has nothing to do with it. Do you want me to finish taking it apart? You want me um, to take this off or no? Yeah, so through the magic of uh, internet television, um, we're going to go to the overhead. And you're going to show what these are made out of. And do a quick little tour of the magic, which is... Okay, well, I kind of put them all back together. Yeah. But basically, we removed the plastic reflective part. And then there's this kind of like separator diffuser, which is kind of neat. You remove that. And then um, you actually can't really remove this without taking apart the hinges. So let me move this back out. Okay. Yeah, what what I think I'm are... I'm going to use my Adafruit brand screwdriver. Adafruit brand. No, you know what? This isn't the right size. Um, the right size. You, so you chitter chatter. Yeah, I'm going to chitter chatter. Uh, so, you know, one of the neat things about these that I thought was kind of cool was it used Bluetooth, and we like the Bluetooth uh, sometimes. And uh, it has an equalizer, and it pumps the audio through. So as okay. I talk, you can see that it's uh, kind of like an equalizer. And uh, I thought that was kind of cool. I'm like, hey, I wonder how they're doing that. Okay. Um, I got my uh, thing. You can, go. You, can, you can still chatter, but if people want to watch I'm me, boring. Can... No, you're not. I'm boring. No, okay. boring. Just, we can have some cool video. Yeah. Going. Take apart. Okay, so what do you what do you like about these glasses? Well, I just thought it was um, low cost, so under seventy bucks, and uh, they lit up like an equalizer. You could put text on it. The app works. Uh, That's these are, rare. these are all things that you know. I have a Nikon three hundred and sixty camera that the app to control it doesn't work, so I had to like manually do stuff, and now it's set forever. But like making and apps is hard. So this is the weird part. So <coughs> to, to finish taking this apart, you actually have to. Um, yeah. Remove the hinges. You have to remove the hinges because you have to it pop releases the front this off. flex circuit. Yeah. Remove, 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 remove. Okay. Okay. And then yeah, once you remove the hinge. Oh. What, what's up? Uh, someone wants to see like what it looks like through them. I mean, like, sure, kind of, but uh, I'll just go to me for a second. So here they are in the equalizer mode, and you know, you can you can see that you know you can see through it. Imagine you're wearing them. So okay, yeah. all right. So now I can go back to the overhead. Yeah, I'll go back to the overhead. 
Okay, so once you remove the hinges, then you have this like flex material that's loose. So then you can lift this up and then you can twist this around carefully. tear the flex material but um well, okay we got, so we got two we got two yeah so this is the circuit board so yeah the interesting thing is like hey we recognize some of these parts yeah so um let's see how close i can get you can get closer okay that's pretty hey, good look at mill yeah so there is um, well, it runs off of two AA batteries, or AAA batteries, so the batteries come in over here, so this yeah. is the first battery. I, I kind of like that, too. Let me tell you why. Yeah. You know, USB charging, and have a, then you have to have USB, and there's a bunch of other stuff going on. Yeah. And uh, more cost, more complexity. And then hard you, to ship. Hard to ship. And so these came, uh, they, they did come with alkalines in yeah. the box, yeah. Yeah. And then, um, okay, so there, these, these uh, batteries come in. And then over here, oh, sorry, over here, uh, you can see this inductor here. So you know that this is like a, uh, a boost converter to get it from uh, two volts approximately up to like 3.3. So little boost converter, you see capacitors and uh, inductor right there. there these are little uh, drive transistors. So there's like a transistor every, looks like a little transistor or level shifter, probably being dual. It says Q8, so you have maybe like a dual uh, transistor, like a driver our uh, open drain driver. And then, yeah, over here, Atmel Atsem D20, J18. So this is the largest version of the Sam D20, which is similar to the Atsem D21 um, that everyone knows and loves. The Sam D20, however, does not have native USB, but it's a little bit cheaper. So this is a pretty big chip, actually. Uh, it has a ton of flash, a ton of RAM. I'm a little bit surprised because uh, it doesn't do that much. Like it's not running any analysis. I don't even think it does the um, the equalization stuff. That probably happens in the app, and then just sends over like which LEDs to light up. I doubt it actually sends true audio through. And then, um, but whatever. So this is this chip. You know, you could program it with Arduino. You could put a bootloader on it and have it. You would have to program it through the debug port, which is over here. But you could uh, put in, um, if any of these have UART pins connected, which they probably do, uh, then you would be able to use the UART bootloader. You just wouldn't use the USB part, you'd use the UART part. The uh, Arduino bootloader is dual USB and UART, you can use either. And then over here is um, NRF51822, so this is a, um, a Bluetooth low energy chip. So it doesn't do Bluetooth audio, it actually does BLE. So the app uses the phone's microphone or audio and then it doesn't send the audio through, it just sends data through. So this is, um, you know, a, a nice simple chip. There's a lot of example code for it. You know, we love the NRF51. I'm a little surprised I didn't go with just an NRF8000 one since they already had this core here, but you know, whatever, for some reason, maybe they were just used to using this chip. Um, they actually probably could have run almost the entire thing on the NRF51 or the NRF52, but again, maybe they were comfortable with these two chips and so that's why they decided to go with um, you know, what's funny, this is a Cortex-M0, and this is an M4, so this is actually a much more powerful, right? It isn't the, I think the NR51 is an M4, the NR52 is an M4. Maybe this is also an M0. So they have two M0 processors here, 
Um, but this one does have like a soft device, so maybe they needed the extra pins. Like the fact that they picked the J series, uh, they need the extra pins or something. I don't know. Maybe like each um, LED. I don't think each LED has a connection, but maybe each string of LEDs and they multiplex them or they Charlieplex them. That's why they needed uh, so many pins. But yeah, and then you have the drive, the drivers, the protectors over here, and then a crystal, and then here's the antenna. You can see kind of barely this little antenna in the uh, trace over your third eye. So that's that's the kind of what's going on here. Not a lot. Pretty straightforward. Okay, some questions. Um, would you need an FDDI to USB For, to, to, to hack this? It? Yeah. You'd want you know you'd want a, 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 any FTDI or similar USB to serial converter. Again, I'm not 100% sure that your is on here. But the fact that there's these this many pads, there's probably a UART debug port and there's probably SWD on here and power and ground. Okay, next you'd up. Have to, you'd want to like trace this out to figure out exactly. Can you flip it over and show all the LEDs? Yeah. <coughs> and uh, what type of LEDs are these? These are just white LEDs. And uh, there are, let's see, it says D2 through... 24 by 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. About, you know, 24 by 9 LEDs. So quite a few. These are just white oh, 603 LEDs. Okay. It says light boom. Um, next up, uh, what type of Bluetooth is it? And Bluetooth uh, is low energy. Okay. And then um, where's the RAM? How do you, because it stores something. No, the, the RAM is just inside of the... Uh, the SAMD. That's the answer. Yeah, it's good yeah. store. I mean, you can use, it can use Flash as RAM. There also might be an EEPROM on there. Like, there's a couple chips I didn't identify. So it could be an EEPROM, or you can use the SAMD chip. It has uh, Flash that you can write to as, as EEPROM. It does EEPROM um, okay. uh, emulation. All right, so that that's our uh, take apart for tonight. Take apart. Um, and uh, we're going to answer some general questions now. Sure. Ready? Yeah. Okay. Um, Should I put this back together? Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, you can probably do two things at the same time because yeah. you like to multitask. Uh, can you use a four-pack of nickel metal hydride batteries with a feather, or can they just connect it to the USB pin and not connect USB, obviously? Um, you know, I, I don't recommend it, honestly, because you risk, uh, you know, backpowering your USB connection. If you were to do it, I would say yes, um, connecting it up to USB is, is, your, best, is your best bet and then just don't plug in the USB cable at the same time. But it's risky. I okay. mean, you're, you're taking a risk that you could end up powering it. You know, you're, if you plug in USB, you'll, you'll end up right. back powering your USB port. Any way to upgrade the taste. RAM on a Raspberry Pi? No. I mean, if you're that guy from China who can like... Oh, the iPhone fix-it guy? The iPhone fix-it guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you cool. can do it, but you have to be able to uh, remove a BGA Okay. From that package on package on the, um, on the Pi Zero or from the bottom, it's still a BGA. It's, a, it's not easy. Uh, one comment, someone said clever and probably had code libraries for those chips. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, we took apart a lot of wearables <coughs> with um, Becky on, on the, the Wearable Wednesday videos, and the NR51 is, definitely dominates the Bluetooth. Like, Nordic owns the Bluetooth space. I saw a lot of NRF8000 ones and then NR51s come in. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes with a coprocessor chip, sometimes they use just the NR51, but a lot of times there's a coprocessor. Um, the NR51 is pretty powerful. The NR52 is really powerful. So 
what you'll probably see is a lot of these devices as they move to the NRF52, which is a, a Cortex M4 with like a ton of flash, a ton of RAM. They'll probably, and you know, on over the air programming, they'll probably start ditching the coprocessor. Okay. Um, is there room for a CH340 chip in there? Yeah, I mean, like, I think you, you could fit a USB connector here. It wouldn't be elegant, but you okay. can do it. Yeah. All right. So, um, you know, I'll probably send a link to this video to the, the folks who made these glasses. I'll ask if they have margins. I'll ask if they're willing to, like, do a hack or something like that, and maybe we consider having these for folks to play around. Um, you know, you can also make something like this using Adafruity stuff. Yeah. Okay, there you go. This is like... The way they did, I understand why they did it. It kind of keeps, it keeps the flex in. But boy, it's annoying to put together. Okay. okay. Um, so next up, uh, I am going to uh, talk about something that we're going to do. We've been doing this for a bit. Um, we're going to give away a Raspberry Pi Zero wireless tonight. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'll just establish some, some rules and uh, tell you what we do. So uh, we'll eventually turn on our phone and our phone will ring, and we're just going to pick the first caller. If uh, you happen to be the first caller and you've never won something from Adafruit, uh, say your name clearly and say where you're from, and uh, Lady Ada will talk to you, and uh, then we'll work Come out how to get to it. A VoIP interface. A VoIP interface. This is also a good way for us to yeah. test our VoIP interface. Yeah, and it, we also, of course, have a payphone, as you can see right there behind our Lady Ada. So um, just uh, one thing, though. If you go to voicemail, which it might do because we get a lot of calls. We have hundreds of people. We uh, only have one payphone watching and uh, a lot of people try to call at the same time if it goes to voicemail leave a nice voicemail in fact assume if you leave a voicemail um, and it's good uh, we'll probably play it and we'll probably have it part of our voice message mailbag that we play on ask an engineer or whatever so even if you don't win call later or whatever feel free to leave a message uh, say something nice because believe it or not it helps um, so with that being said we got two nice messages uh, today actually we had more mm -hmm. but I'm gonna play them so Lady Ada yes we're gonna play two messages play them just calling to say happy Pi day and hope you have fun in the snow hi Lady Ada um, my name is Rebecca I'm a huge fan of you guys I love your product um, and hopefully I can get on African not African engineer but uh, show and tell the Ziggy but I love what you're doing I want to be just like you have a great day. So thank you so much, kind people, who've okay. decided to um, leave us a nice message. And, uh, oh, hey, uh, Rebecca, who left a message, uh, is in the chat. Hey, Rebecca. Hello. <laughs> so we look forward to seeing you on the show and tell, Rebecca. Thank yeah. you for leaving that nice message. Thank you for leaving a nice message. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Kirby also left a message wishing us a happy Pi Day. Yay. So, Pi Day. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm putting the glasses away now. Okay. Okay, they're away. Yeah. So, uh, with that being said, uh, Lady Ada. Yes. Wait, 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 I see you've ever said. What? I'm just putting away all my tools. Okay. Keeping a tidy desk yeah. is important. It's very okay. important. So, um, you know, there's some delays and stuff on the various video networks, so I like to give folks a chance. There's the payphone. There's the phone number, its own bit stab. Feel free to start dialing. If you dial right away, it might not work, or you have to wait a little bit. It's kind of random. But That's we want, nice. Yeah, we want to do this because some of the streams are like up to a few minutes behind. And like when we do trivia questions, um, folks would watch one so they can get the scoop on the other. 
And so we decided, well, let's just figure out something that's a little bit more random. Um, just make sure it's someone who hasn't won. Um, be nice, of course. Um, and if you go to voicemail, just uh, leave a nice message. We'd very much appreciate it, because we'll play these for our team. So without further ado, Lady Ada. Yeah? The telephone is going to be a ringing. OK, I'm ready. Are you ready? Yeah, we have our VoIP set up that doesn't pass through the um, okay. data. So that's good. We're, that we're almost there. It's getting closer by the second. At any moment. Any moment. We're going to. Uh, this is pretty pretty serious. Yeah, at any moment we're just going to turn on the phone. You never know when. I want glasses that just say ohm. Yeah, I know. We all do. Ohm. So let's see who's our first caller tonight. Ohm bit stab. Now sometimes I think we melt down the phone system. So yeah. if it doesn't if it doesn't ring, uh, it's you know. not uh, not ringing yeah, yet. I don't know. I'm looking at these LEDs. They're blinking. Yeah. Here, maybe we'll have VoIP cam. VoIP cam. Oh, I'll go to the overhead. VoIP cam. I think sometimes we blow it up. See how there's like LEDs here? They're, yeah. They're, it's saying there's internet. Yeah. The network. I don't know. We're also on the air. We're still, so everything's still working out. It's just, uh. On the air. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Might I suggest you pick up the phone and hang it up? Make sure there's a dial tone. There's a dial tone. Okay. Let's see what happens. It's all good. Always exciting. You never know what's going to happen on the desk of Lady Ada. Yeah. I'll stay here all it. night. I think we broke it. We broke it? It could be. Too many people call that once, you think? Yeah. That's happened before. Void cam. Yeah. Yeah, VoIP cam, when this blinks, this LED here, that's when you know. Oh yeah, that's how you know? That's how you know. This blink just means network is okay. Yeah. This well, means power is okay. Well, why don't we try something fun? And power uh, cycle it? Yeah, let's power cycle it. Defrag your XP computer. Unplug. Yeah, let's see what happens. Let these capacitors drain. Yeah. It's exciting. I guess eventually we might need to figure out what happens when um, we have so many calls. Because I can see the calls trying to get in, but I think yeah. they're just... I don't think this was meant to be... Wait, I don't think people yeah. were meant to use the voice over IP stuff with a payphone like the way we are and all that. I don't think you're supposed to have so many people calling. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Okay, it's connecting. Do 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 Connecting. This isn't lidding up yet. Now it's lidding up. Okay, right. so now it says phone is online. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. How about you unplug the uh, the the phone Follow part? The phone? Okay. Yeah, unplug the phone part. Because we've had to do that before when we had it melt down. And then plug it back in. Huh. I'm going to try to call and see what happens. We're learning a lot about yeah. VoIP. Let's see what happens when I call. It, yeah, it completely melted down. What did it say? It, it, can't, it can't call. No, really? Yeah, it says it's busy. Mm. Yeah. It's like that. Mm, too popular. Voicemail works. 
So I'm going to try a couple things because, you know, we're going to end up doing this on Ask an Engineer. This is like our prototype. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to try to turn it on and off on my side <clears throat> and see what yeah. happens. You ready? Yeah. I'll turn it back on. Do, 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 do. And when you pick it up, you get a dial tone? Yeah. Then do it again. Dial tone. Dial tone, huh. But the dial tone is, is generated locally. It doesn't, it doesn't mean anything. It's not real. Even if there's no ethernet, there's a dial tone. Yeah. It doesn't know. It doesn't know. It doesn't know. That's the way it goes, folks. It doesn't know. That is the way it goes. It's totally how it goes. You want to know how it goes? That's how it goes. Well, why don't we try something fun? Okay. Why don't you try to dial me? See if you can dial out. Okay. That's fun. Oh, you know what? Um, oh, we don't have the dialer going. We don't have the dialer working. Ah. We don't know why. I think it's because I had the tippet wing yeah. put backwards. I think that there is a limit to the number of people that can try to call at the same time, and I think it thinks it's a denial, denial of service attack or something, and then it just, like, goes. So that's uh, that's unfortunate. So we, we'll probably have to think of something to combat this. Less popularness. Yeah, I think it's to Pi Zero. Maybe we'll give away something no one wants. I don't know. So I'm gonna try to keep flicking on the settings here. Okay. See if I can do anything from my side. Yeah, we didn't get the. Uh, yeah, we gotta get the dialer going. Yeah, because I I think to get it working before I switched it, not to have to undo yeah. it, to open up the phone and uh, swap a Rui. Although I vaguely remember it worked once, but yeah, maybe not. Yeah. Well, let's try this. Okay. Let's, um, why don't you power cycle it again? Okay. I'm committed to seeing how, how it can be revived or continually broken. Okay, so I'm removing the... Yeah, remove that and then uh, unplug the phone part. Well, we tested it before the show, so... Oh, yeah. No, this all works. Okay, so when do you want me to plug it back in? Yeah, go and plug it back in. But don't plug the phone part back in. And as soon as it gets uh, solid, let's uh, let's turn let's plug the phone part in again. And just well, now see it's kind of a good time. I mean, I don't know what this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think it does some sort of like network update thing. I don't know. Yeah. All right. So. That's a to-do for us to figure out what happens when there's too many callers and it freaks out. Do you think there's a VoIP service that can handle like this many callers? I'm not sure there is. I mean, we're, we're pumping this through uh, Ob Obiha. Obiha. And then it goes to Google Voice. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Oh, here we go. See, eventually if you wait long enough, the phone will ring. Okay. Well, when you're ready. Oh, yeah, we're ready. Okay. All right, pick it up. Hello, you have reached the desk of Lady Ada. What's your name and where are you calling from? They hung up. Oh, that was a wasted call. Oh, that's so sad. I didn't, I don't think I said anything offensive. No, you said hello. That I was a nice hello. greeting. 
Oh, that was a Pi Zero Wireless. Oh, Maybe man. they thought it was the voicemail. You don't, I mean, we don't have a voicemail that sounds like that, though. But they who, don't know what Who it's answers like. it like that? I'm very voicemail-like. Really? I've, I've been told. You don't sound like a voicemail to no. me. <laughs> you like, you... But you saw, when this, when this LED blinks, that means the phone call yeah. is coming in. So it's not that the phone's broken. If this is solid... Yeah, no, someone had their chance. It means there's a phone, but nobody's... Oh, wow. There's a Raspberry Pi Zero Wireless that's not going to someone. Yeah. Wow. They should have said that's crushing. Maybe they already had one. That's a crushing defeat. Well, they would have said I have one. Also, you know, sometimes people just want to dial to dial and then they're like, oh, it turns out I don't actually want it. Yeah? Well, then don't do that. If you're not going to talk and claim the prize, don't call. All right, Lady Ada, let's do this again. Since we had some success in it um, after a power cycle. Yeah, we do the power cycle again? Why not do it again? Why not? Okay, so then you want me to plug this back in? Yeah, after it uh, after it turns green. Yeah, I'm trying to plug this in. I'm looking for green. Like that bird from Earth 2. Okay, so now plug this in. Yeah? Sure, why not? In? Plug. All right. Do, 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 do. I really do have to get this in a case though because I'm worried I'm going to start breaking the wires. Yeah, well, I think this is good because we might have to figure out um, a way to know how to kick it. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to turn it on and off from my side and see if that yeah. works. Yeah, okay. let me try again. Yeah, there's a lot of space in here. I can put yeah. the in there. Got these light pipes. Well, guess what? What? If you get a voicemail, leave a nice message. That's it. We try. We try. We try. I think too many calls. We'll have to do this so random. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll just surprise folks. I, I can always change a number and forward it around, but I kind of like the idea of it being the same number that you just turn on occasionally. Okay, well we just science. Try to unplug the phone in it. Let's see if that does anything. Boop 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 boop. The single line version, we could try the double yeah. line version. Yeah, we've done that before. But we have to mod it. I you still have to mod it. We have to mod it so it can, um, you can do that mod. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be the same chipset. Yeah. So maybe we'll do that and we'll even have like two boxes in case like one melts. Yeah, I don't know. Nobody it's, knows. It's something upstream, I think. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. I mean, I think it's, I think they were like, why would you want someone to Why would you have 500 people calling you? Oh, hey, this is like a little microphone cap. What? Oh, cool. Okay, let's see if there's any other settings that I could possibly apply to do this. 
No. No. setting that's helpful at all when there's like no setting settings it's like VoIP Ventures VoIP Ventures? What's that? It's like Adventures in VoIP Oh I don't know I don't see any other settings here you'd think there'd be some settings that say like here's how it works or here's... Well, you said they were really helpful when you contacted them before. You can well, Google Voice is not... I don't even know how you'd get hold of them. Okay. Uh, do you think it's Google Voice that's stopping it? Well, what else would it be? I mean, when it's just one call and it's just routing around, it's okay. Could be the VoIP's uh, gateway. Yeah, yeah. Good times. Adventures in I've been here all night. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? The phone lines could kind of even be down somewhere. Like, who knows? I don't think so, but like, it is kind of weird out. Yeah, now it's getting a busy signal for people who are calling. So it's just, it just, it just gave up. It's like, nah. Nah. Nope. Well, give it the last power cycle, try lady. Just plug it in, unplug it and plug it back in and let's see what happens. Cause that's fun. So I will, uh, I will start to investigate to see what's possible. I will ask maybe the company who makes this, and I will describe what we're doing. <laughs> Hey, so we have this internet show, you see? We give a Raspberry Pi. Yeah. No, not like a dessert, like a computer. Yeah, we have this Raspberry Pi. This is totally okay. There's nothing weird that we're doing with this. And we're giving away Raspberry Pi Zeros with a payphone that we've modified. Yeah, that's right. And then you're gonna show them this video? What's the phone number? Well, it's own bits tab. <laughs> All right, how can we help you? So anyways. And you got these glasses. Yeah. With the phone number. I'm going to send them a time-coded URL with this. This is totally going to work out. <laughs> <laughs> this is totally a good idea. <laughs> All right. Well, ah, uh, the future. Well, that's it for tonight, folks. All right. Well, thank uh, you, please everyone. support Desk Lady. Apparently, we need to pay a phone bill. Um, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll figure out what we can do. But I think, um, you know, 50 or 60 people calling at the same time nukes, nukes it. What we'll do is we'll modify the other one because it has two lines, just in case. And then uh, I'll think of something else too. I got ideas. Okay. I got ideas. All right. Well, that's the disc lady Ada tonight. Lady Ada. Thanks, everyone. Say good night. Good night. Bye bye. See you on Ask an Engineer tomorrow. Ask a Lawyer edition. Ask a Lawyer.